Hello, ladies from around the world. This is your host, Yemi Majekudumi from Widow Recovery Secrets. I hope you are well and trying as much as possible to enjoy each day as you can. If you are listening to Widow Recovery Secrets podcast for the first time, I'm sorry for your loss. I pray you find comfort and encouragement from this podcast series. Being a widow or a widower is a season in which you have found yourself which you can find yourself, but as you navigate your loss, I pray you find your path of light through this present dark tunnel. I'm sure that you will eventually find a greater dream from your loss. Today's podcast, 118. Thank you to our committed followers for liking, commenting, and downloading our content. Please continue to do this as the dream is to at least reach 1,000 widows each month. With your help, this is more than achievable. And for those of you who haven't visited our new site, go to walkingoutofwidow.com. Read articles, purchase our e-books to embolden your journey of recovery. Or just share the website, share the link, please. Today, as part of International Widows Women's Day 2023, this week, I'm touching briefly, as much as I can, on the international theme, which is Ash Embrace Equity. So what does Embrace Equity really mean? The quote states, this quote states, Embracing equity means facing the truth that in our society, all people don't really start from a level playing field. So if we embrace and walk towards equity, it means walking towards each individual getting the support and resources that they need to succeed, which might be different than what someone else needs. So, I wonder what you think. Is that an idealistic thought? So I'm writing about this within the context of being a widow. Widows' experiences are so different around the world. However, within the context of gender equality, these factors make being a widow a very unequal level playing field. To mention five. Number one, gender bias in education. Number two, gender bias in pay. Number three, gender disparities in agriculture. Number four, poor access to health care. And number five, child marriage and other forms of gender-based violence. Wow. That makes you wonder. Level playing field. Yes or no? And that's from Concern Worldwide. So how can these be managed to improve the lives of widows now? In Western economies, widows were historically among the poorest and most vulnerable individuals until the introduction of pension schemes and widow benefits in the late 19th and early 20th centuries. However, you wonder if the circumstances economically have changed for widows even in Western economies. Now with inflation and the cost of living crisis, many widows are the most vulnerable economically. Our state benefits and state pensions are not being reviewed to meet rises in our living costs. So to safeguard and advance widows' rights, here are some actions that governments, policymakers and each of us can take. To mention six. Number one, to adopt social and economic reforms to improve widows' access to inheritance, 
land, pensions, and other social protections. We find many get disenfranchised from the land from the moment the spouse dies, have no pensions, or they have no legal rights to inheritance. For those of us in the West, it seems very alien. When a lot of developing countries, this is perhaps the case. Number two, to end discriminatory laws and patriarchal systems that have long disadvantaged women. For example, women cannot inherit equally as men in 36 countries. Can you believe that? They cannot be heads of households of households or families in 31 countries and cannot have a job or pursue a profession in 17 states. Such discriminatory laws which rob widows of property, shelter, income, social benefits and opportunity must be struck down to advance women's rights worldwide. Can you imagine living in such a setting if you're not in one there already? Number three, empower widows to support themselves and their families and live with dignity by ensuring access to education and training opportunities, decent work and equal pay, and by reversing social stigmas that exclude, discriminate or lead to harmful and violent practices against widows. A lot of widows in some parts of the world, once their husband dies, they become homeless and that means they have no financial support and they become prey to men who want to exploit them and their children. Number four, collect gender data, which means better quality demographic information broken down by age and gender. gender to ensure that widows are counted and supported now and in the future. United Nations suggests a minimum of five marital status categories when collecting census data. In quotes, widowed and not remarried included. Number five, support international efforts and advocacy to uphold and expand the rights of widows as enshrined in international laws and conventions. I would say start where you are. Wherever you are and you find a need, just work with that. Number six, on International Widows Day, which is the 23rd of June, learn and share stories your voices, experiences of widows and support their rights. Even at International Widows, at International Women's Day, sorry, this week, there are quite a few events and I'm having a live discussion on the 23rd of March on Instagram. So wherever you are, you should come and join my panelists to have open discussions on love, dating, mental health and generally widowhood. Put that on your date, look for me on Instagram and book register there so you can get regular updates closer as we get closer to the date. From the United Nations Women, that's where the info I've shared with it comes from. The UN Women is the United Nations entity dedicated to gender equality and the empowerment of women. This is a global champion for women and girls. UN Women was established to accelerate progress on meeting widows' needs worldwide. It works globally to make the vision of the Sustainable Development Goals a reality for women and girls and stands behind women's equal participation in all aspects of life, focusing on four strategic priorities. Number one, that women lead 
participate in and benefit equally from governance systems. Number two, that women have income, security, decent work and economic autonomy. Number three, that all women and girls live a life free from all forms of violence. And number four, that women and girls contribute to and have greater influence in building sustainable peace and resilience and benefit from the prevention of natural disasters and conflicts and humanitarian action. As my post released on International Women's Day yesterday on the 8th of March states, being a woman is immensely powerful and beautiful. We have to, however, own this and great dreams get accomplished. We have to be in the forefront of the changes we want to see as women and equally widows. It's amazing to see how successful women can be when we own our own power. Embracing equity states starts with us, sorry. As results and significant change can only be made by the people that need it. However, building and connecting to abundant economic sources will drive the change required. I wonder what you think. Please leave your comments in the podcast. So I've given a lot of information today for you to explore what part you can play in your community, small or large, to make simple changes that embrace equity for widows within the context of being a woman. For more articles, free notes, coaching, visit walkingoutofwidow.com. I'm signing off now. I hope you keep well and do hope. Dare to dream greater. This is your host from Widow Recovery Secrets, Yemi Majekodumi. Thank you.